Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. It is such a joy for me to come to you again and to speak to you today about a very wonderful book in the Old Testament, uh, the book of Jonah. We can learn so much for Jonah. And I tell you honestly, the book of Jonah, it gives such a hope for our days. I mean, if you read about this great city of Nineveh and how they had sunken in such depths of sin and wickedness and how the thoughts that came up in their mind and the acts of their doing were all evil, evil, evil. And yet God brought this great man that he used so mightily to preach the gospel in that city and the whole city repented and was saved. That gives hope for our day, my friend. That gives hope for today, for your family maybe, or for your friends or neighbors or your street or the town or city where you live. This gives hope that God is able to do it. And I'd just like to go right into the story with you. Now, I'm sure you've heard of Jonah. And of course, when we think of Jonah, we think of the great big fish that swallowed him up and where he was for three days, three nights. And Jesus reflects on Jonah, as he said, just like Jonah was in the belly of the of the great fish, so the Son of Man will also be in the earth. And, and, and so we know that there is a great... Uh, uh, story here that we can really learn from and yeah it's it's for sinners but it's also for for those that love the lord it's also for those that serve the lord it's a great encouragement well the lord spoke to jonah the son of amittai it says and he spoke to jonah and gave him a commandment go to the great city of nineveh now nineveh was a city of 120,000 men, women, and children. It was a great city. Can you believe 120,000 people? That's a lot of people, especially in those days. But even in our days, that would be a great mighty city. And and God said that he should go there. Now, also remember that these were not the the, 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 the lost children of Israel, these were the Syrians that uh, were so uh, cruel and so uh, uh, harsh. And, and, and I mean, for God to send his prophet to these people, you would think, but Lord, why? As, especially in those days, of course, and it was for the Jews, it was for the seed of Abraham. But here, Jonah is sent to the city of Nineveh, full of these Syrians and full of these people that were known to be so harsh and so hardened. But God had a plan and God had a love for these people. And even more so after the cross, after that point and that change in time and history where Jesus died and gave his life for all nations, all peoples, all colors, all tongues, all tribes. How much more can we believe that God is able to save cities and, 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 and villages and families today and that we must believe that he will do so and that he also knows how to save them? Well, God spoke to Jonah and said, go to that great city of Nineveh and preach against it because its wickedness has come up before me. And then it says that Jonah, well, Jonah didn't want to go there. 
and he didn't want to preach there, and he didn't want to obey the Lord. So Jonah went to the harbor of uh, Joppa, and there he found a ship bound for uh, the city of Tarsus, and that was the opposite direction of where God wanted him to go. Now, if you look in the older translations, I like it. It says uh, not just Jonah ran away from the Lord or Jonah ran from the purpose or the plan that God had for him, but it says Jonah wanted to flee from the presence of God. And I think that is something, that there's something there that, that we need to listen to. I know uh, that today I'm speaking to a lot of people and I'm speaking to a lot that love the Lord and that live holy lives, but there are also among my listeners those that do not love the Lord yet in the way they should love Him, and they don't serve Him. They don't live that holy life. Now, don't think that I'm sitting here speaking to you, pointing a finger, and feeling that I'm holier than you or that I'm better than you. Oh, no, my dear friend, I would never do that. I know that it was grace that found me and grace that saved me and that it's only because of the blood of Jesus that was shed for me and that he forgave me and cleansed me and washed me whiter than the snow that I can sit here and proclaim the good news, the gospel that Jesus saves. But there are those who are not yet at that point. Your life is not the way it should be. And maybe you are a so-called Christian. You, you were in church. You have had a change in the past, but somehow you have maybe fallen back into a lifestyle that is not pleasing unto the Lord, and it surely is not according to His Word. Well, today I want to speak to you just like a Jonah and tell you it's time to repent. It's time to uh, give up those things that do not belong in your life now that you say that you have found Christ. And I tell you, my dear friend, how much more today than the days of Jonah, can we believe and have trust and hope that God will forgive because we are living on this side of the cross, this side of time that we know that Jesus did give his life for sinners and that the price has been paid for our iniquities and that there is forgiveness and wholeness in Christ and that all our sins will be washed away if we just ask him to. But I know those that are maybe still now and then in church, but at the same time you are flirting with the world or you are maybe engaging in things that you're not supposed to engage in that it doesn't feel comfortable anymore to go to church. And it's not a place where you want to sit under the presence of the Lord and under the anointing of God and the preaching of the word because it convicts you and it convinces you that you're not right with God. There's something that's not right between you and God and that you should call up, plead upon the blood that that be taken away and removed so that there will be no hindrance for you. But at the same time, maybe with your heart and your feelings and your mind, you're longing for that certain lifestyle or that certain thing that you know in the other part of your mind is not right, but on the Inside in your heart, there's that, that, that battle going on because you do want to engage in those things and give over to the flesh or give over to those things that are pulling at you. But today, oh, my dear friend, don't flee from the presence of God. Maybe you haven't gone to church for several weeks now because you're just fleeing from the presence of God. Maybe you found all kinds of excuses why you are not going to the church, not listening 
to the minister, not being in the place of worship and under the anointing of God. Maybe you have as an excuse that you're so busy or that other things are keeping you from going and you just cannot find the time. But the real reason is you're fleeing from the presence of God because there's that conviction. I'm so glad you're listening to me and don't turn off this podcast or this broadcast, but please listen. And and the Lord is not angry at you and he doesn't want to push you away. He wants to pull you into his presence. He wants to bring you back into his plan and into his perfect will where you will be blessed and where you will be under his full covering and where his goodness will be upon your life. He wants to help you to break every and any circle of sin or any chains that maybe bind you. And he wants to set you free and he wants to fill you and wash you wider than the snow and fill you with his wonderful presence and love and goodness. And so today, oh, don't run away and don't go so far like Jonah. He went as far to flee from the Lord that he went to sleep inside that ship. In the bowels of that ship, he was asleep. And and that's something that happens to us too. When we flee the presence of God and when we ignore his voice and when we resist the Holy Spirit and we put our conscience to sleep and there comes a moment where our conscience is so asleep and it, it, it just made us that we don't see the real picture anymore and we don't hear the real truth anymore. We are so caught up in that lie and we're so caught up in those things that we don't feel it we don't see it anymore and our conscience is asleep and 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 that's a terrible state to be in it's a very dangerous state to be in and Jonah he was in that ship and he was asleep and he didn't want to hear any voice anymore he didn't want to feel any conviction anymore he just wanted to do his own thing and go his own way whatever reason that might be behind it and Maybe you're in the same state, whatever reason there is behind you, uh, behind why you are running away from the presence of God. But today, oh, be aroused from your sleep. Be awakened by the voice of the Lord because he's calling you, my dear friend, because he has a plan and a purpose for your life. And oh, that you may have a new chance today. Well, you know, God sent a great storm upon that ocean. And there are different storms in life. Sometimes we are in a storm in our life because we are obeying the Lord. And uh, sometimes we are in a storm because we are disobeying the Lord. It's very important to have discernment. You know, if we are obeying the Lord, Jesus, think of him. He was in the perfect will of God, fulfilling the perfect will of God. And he was also on a ship and he was also asleep but he was asleep because he was in the full will of the Lord. And he was asleep in the midst of the storm because he knew that God would bring him safely to the other side. And I would like to say, if you're in God's will and if you're obedient and walking with him day by day, and there's maybe a storm in your life, or just be in the rest and be in the peace, just like Jesus, knowing that God will bring you through every storm, and through every circumstance. But this was a different storm in the life of Jonah. It was not the storm because he was in the will of God, but because he was fleeing from God's will and God's presence. So God needed to uh, grab his attention. And so he brought him into a big storm, but Jonah was asleep in that ship. And the captain came 
and woke him up and said, Jonah, how can you be asleep at a time like this? Oh yeah, that's a question for some people today. How can you be asleep at a time like this and don't notice all that is happening in the world and around you and how important it is to quickly come back into the perfect will of God. That's the only place where we are really safe of all things that can happen in life. Well, he woke Jonah up and he said, you pray to your God as we are praying to our gods and we must find out eh, if there is a God angry at us in some way, if we can appease him and bring peace and rest that we will be saved because these men aboard that ship, they were afraid. They knew we're not going to make it. This is not just a normal storm. This is not just something that happens in life. We are doomed and we will never get out of this if it's not through a miracle that one of our gods will bring. But you know, their gods were idols and their gods could not help them. They had hands, arms, hands, and feet, but they could not rush and come to rescue them, and they could not stretch out one arm to save them. They could not speak one word to rescue them. But Jonah, oh, when they saw that it was him, him, it's because of you, Jonah. You have done something. Your God is angry at you. Who is your God? Why is this happening to us? And Jonah said, I serve the God who made the heavens and the earth and the sea and all the creatures. And oh, when he was talking about his God and how great the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob is, I tell you, these men, they got afraid and they feared him. And they said, how can you do this to your God if your God is such a great and awesome God? Oh, my dear friend, how can we in our days also Act like we act when we know that God is not changed. Oh, it says in the Bible more than one time that God does not change. His power does not change. His arm is not shortened. He's still the great I am who spoke light and there was light and who brought everything into being. And oh, we still serve him and he's still that well-able, mighty, awesome God today. And uh, he shows it too in our days that he is the living one. Well, Jonah, he said, I've been disobedient. I've been running away from the presence of God. And that's why this storm is here. And and the men, and I find that very unique. They they didn't immediately want to throw him overboard, but they said, well, let's let's try to get ourselves out of this mess. And they tried to do what they could do as sailors and and they tried to throw the cargo overboard and find a way to get the ship back under control, but they were unable to. Oh, I tell you, when you are in a situation like Jonah, you can be headstrong and you can try to get yourself out of that mess. But when God is after you, when he has a plan and a purpose for your life and you're just walking away, oh, his love will pursue you. He will pursue you with everything he has and he will bring you back. Oh, my friend, he's bringing some of you who are listening back to the place where you will be used and where you will be blessed and your family also. And so, well, they came to the conclusion there's nothing we can do to rescue Jonah and to save our own lives. So what must we do? And Jonah said, just throw me overboard. And then 
the storm will go away and you will be saved. And well, they prayed a prayer asking God not to hold that sin against them of throwing Jonah overboard. And and then they threw him overboard. And it says the storm went away. But Jonah, he sank into the depths of the ocean. It was finished for him. And uh, well, maybe I'm speaking to some of you. You are not in the storm. You are past the storm. And you've been thrown overboard and you're in darkness. You're heading towards the deep and you feel like, well, all hope is gone. God, I've, 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 I've messed up so many times and I've been so disobedient or I've messed it up in such a way that, oh, God cannot save me out of this one. He, he's too holy. He's too pure. He, how can he forgive me? How can he give me another chance? I already blew my second chance, my third chance, my 100th chance, and I, I, it's just gone for me. My life is so messed up. Oh, if you're listening to me, I believe this word is for you, that you have one more chance today. Through this broadcast, God is saying you have one more chance today, but you must call upon his name. Oh, call upon him. And let me read that mighty prayer that Jonah prayed in in the second uh, book uh, or the book of Jonah, the second chapter. It says, in my distress, I called to the Lord and he answered me. Oh, he will answer you, my friend. From deep in the realm of the dead, I called for help and you listened to my cry. You hurled me into the depths into the very heart of the seas and the currents swirled about me. All your waves and breakers swept over me. I said, I have been banished from your sight. Yet I will look again toward your holy temple. The engulfing waters, they threatened me. The deep surrounded me. Seaweed was wrapped around my head. To the roots of the mountains I sank down. The earth beneath barred me in forever. But you, Lord, my God, brought my life up from the pit. And when my life was ebbing away, I remembered you, Lord, and my prayer rose to you, to your holy temple. Those who cling to worthless idols turn away from God's love for them. But I, I will sh- I, with shouts of grateful praise, I will sacrifice to you. And what I have vowed, I will make good. I will say salvation comes from the Lord. Oh, what a mighty prayer. Oh, I could speak so much and so long just on this prayer. I mean, there's so much in this prayer and it's such a hopeful prayer for us. Oh, he thought it's finished. And it was finished. It was not just in his imagination. The reality was such that it was finished. He was cut off from all life. It makes me think of David at another point in his life that he also felt he was living in the land of the dead and there was no more hope. There was no more way for him to get out. And he knew there was no human resource, no human way for him to get out, no human who could save him. But he cried to the Lord and the Lord rescued him. And you read it in the Psalms so beautifully. And I want to encourage you, there were more in the Bible. Think of Manasseh 
and uh, what an evil king he was. But yet when he called to the Lord, he found mercy in his eyes and God rescued him. And, and here we see how God rescued Jonah and he saved him. Oh, Jonah, he was going into the depths of the ocean and it was all covered over him. In darkness he was. There was no more hope. But yet when he remembered the Lord, oh, remember the Lord today, my friend. Remember how good he is, how graceful and how merciful he is, how much love he has for you that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. Oh, and Jonah, he cried to the Lord. And it says, and when he cried to the Lord in such a way, oh, the Lord commanded the fish and it vomited Jonah onto the dry land. Yes, God sent the fish to take Jonah and to transport him out of the depth of the ocean and to throw him onto the land and give him a new chance, a new opportunity. Oh, I don't know how the Lord will do it with you, but I know he will do it if you cry unto him today. And let me pray for you and please listen to my next broadcast as I will continue the story of Jonah and the many more lessons we can learn from it. Father, you know that one, that boy or girl, that man or woman who's listening and you had this message specially for them. Oh, they've messed up or maybe they have fallen away and they were deceived by the enemy in such a way that all hope seems lost. But today, all oh, we read about Jonah and it gives us hope and how much more hope can we have now that we know that Jesus paid for all our sins and iniquities upon the cross the debt is paid in full oh lord forgive today oh cleanse today through the blood of jesus and give a new chance and opportunity help us lord to come back into the plan and purpose for our life and lord bless us once again oh we pray it through your love through your grace and your goodness in jesus mighty name amen Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com. 